Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. What's up, you guys? Sean Rossap. Welcome to Fightful. It's July 10th, 2023. This is your post-WWE Raw review. I'm here with Denise Salcedo. Denise, how you doing? Who are you? I don't recognize you anymore. It's been a while. What do you even look like? (laughs) I've been to to other continents. I've seen people pee under bridges. I've I've lived an entire life since I saw you last, Denise. Yeah, I was going to say, I I was getting ready for today's show, and I started thinking, when's the last time I've seen Sean? It's been a while. It has been. First off, I want to thank Reg. I want to thank Phil. I want to thank Alex and Kate, all of which did did work in, in my absence a little bit. I am so glad that I did not try to make last week's show like full on because it would have been rough. It would have been really, really tough to to do that show. But um, we've got plenty of stuff to talk about on WWE Raw tonight. A lot of Fightful Select updates. And uh, I, I mentioned Fightful's going to be in Atlanta next week. Denise, I, I can't say what for, but I, I'm going to see it's like I thought I wasn't going to see you all summer. And now here we are. I'm going to see you next are, are week. We, am I missing you at other events? Like, no, I'm going to see you at All In. Yeah, that's like two months away, though. Oh, my God. That's literally like next month, Sean. It's the end of next month. Yeah, but it's still like next month, though. But I'm not going to be I'm not going to be at All Out. Uh, Iridian's going to cover that for us. And Phil, I would imagine. Uh, I You won't be at SummerSlam because yeah, you hate be at SummerSlam. All out. Yeah. I yeah, clearly hate, hate SummerSlam. I avoided it last SummerSlam. year and this year too, clearly. I, I told Jimmy you're going to announce that you're renewing your vows the weekend of SummerSlam. And just no, so. I'm going to the Taylor Swift concert. Where at? <laughs> Here at SoFi. I thought it was in like Greece or something. No, like, I'm going, you're going to, to the, Europe. That's in September. Oh, okay. Wow. You see what happens? Like you don't even know what's going on anymore. Oh, well, either way. Atlanta next why, week. Why I'll would be I go Detroit. to Greece to go see Taylor Swift when she's going to be here at SoFi? 
I don't it know. It doesn't make any sense, Sean. Did you know that I've got, I had, I didn't realize this, I have like, oh, let's see, 18 tickets to see Taylor here in Cincinnati. At, oh my God, I Paul don't Brown believe State. it. Yeah, Zach Taylor, the Bengals head coach. Yeah, I was going to say, wow, what a funny joke, Sean. I completely fell for it. Cam Taylor Bro, Britt. if you had 18 Taylor Swift tickets, your ass would be so freaking loaded right now. You wouldn't even have to work all of next year <laughs> if you sold those tickets. I would, though. I would, though. I like to stack that money, Denise. I know, maybe but I'm could, just trying to tell you. like You wouldn't you can have take to a tip work. and maybe it do some work optional. for once. It would be optional to work. Mm, maybe, maybe. Uh, anyway, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Subscribe. We are pushing towards 100,000 subscribers. Listen, we are under 4,000 away. I so badly want to get there by my birthday, August 30th. I want that silver play button. I want to hold it high above my head. Me and Denise are just going to smash them together. We're going to have fights with our play buttons. I'm excited, Denise. How are Where's you, you going to write on yours? Are you oh, going to put Fightful or are you going to put Fightful Pro Wrestling, Fightful Wrestling, Fightful by Sean Ross Sapp? So you can have whatever you want put on there? Yeah, you type it out and you put out like whatever you want it to say. Well, I don't know what Jimmy would have on, on his, but we're going to have another one made for me. And then uh, I'll probably just put Fightful Sean Ross Sapp, something like that. No, yeah. you should put... You should put like Fightful Pro or Fightful Pro Wrestling or Fightful Wrestling by Sean Ross Sapp. I think that would Might be nice to have. Might do that. You never yeah, know. Yeah, that way it can feel like extra special, you know? With yeah, your name yeah. on I'm, it. I'm pretty excited about it, honestly. I didn't think it was ever going to be a possibility. And then this past year, things have exploded. But hey, you know what? Our breaking news on FightfulSelect.com is always exploding. Now, before this, I'll tell you, get your super chats, get your humper chats in. That gets your question or statement in. That's what guides our show. You want us here talking for a while. That's how you support us. Our great moderator, Luis, is going to uh, be taking those, putting them on the back end. Uh, Andrew says, any comment on Hardy versus Cornette? Yeah, not a single one. Don't care. Not my business. Not worried about it. Not concerned about it. Sorry to disappoint. <laughs> okay, can I, I be honest? In that. I okay, so I, you know, I was trying to catch up with what happened in the wrestling world right today, and I log on and I saw that you know all this stuff was trending. So I was like, I need someone just to like recap what's going on because I don't want to have to follow all of the tweets and stuff. I read two tweets, got bored, and exited. So I can't even tell you the entire argument. Ain't interested in that whatsoever. Uh, somebody says Bray Wyatt update. Yes. How about this? Fightfulselect.com. I was going to segue this plug. If getting in your super chats and humper chats weren't enough, I do a Q&A show there every week. This week, Grapsity has a Q&A show as well. $5 a month. Trust me, if you subscribe to Fightfulselect.com one time, I'm pretty confident we're going to keep you as a subscriber. I think you're going to like the 40 plus podcasts, all the live shows that we got there. But over 100 news stories a month, including several very, very interesting ones today, Denise. Bray Wyatt update. Every day I got somebody asking about Bray Wyatt, asking about Bray Wyatt, asking about Bray Wyatt. Well, a couple months ago there were reports that, oh, it's just up to him and management creative. Nope, not, not true. That's bull. He ain't cleared. He's dealing with a long-term illness. Uh, he can get up and get around and all that stuff. I, I, as best I know, it's not like life threatening or anything like that. I don't want to minimize or describe it or anything like that. Don't know specifically what it is, but it is an illness. 
he's been dealing with. Uh, he's trying to get cleared. I've heard it's a long process to get cleared on something like that. And there haven't been creative plans. So anybody that's claiming there have been creative plans, there just haven't been. Uh, he went away in late January. Back then, they still thought Alexa Bliss was going to be a part of this thing. A couple of weeks later, after Bray left, Alexa said, yo, I'm pregnant. She's out all of 2023. Bo Dallas, Uncle Howdy, hasn't been back since then. They have had no creative plans there. What does this say to you, Denise? I mean, it's unfortunate. It's oh. unfortunate because it's like Bray Wyatt just came, you know, he had just come back to the company. He had, unfortunately, they took too long to actually have him wrestle. Then they finally had the pitch black match that we were at at the Royal Rumble. Mm. And it ended up getting just like, you know, terrible reviews and people hated it. And really then we we got to see him in the press conference. And then after that, it was just mm. like, uh, was he gone? Like right after that, I don't remember anything happening afterwards. Maybe just a little bit, right? He was working the angle with Bobby Lashley, and then he was oh, gone. Yes, completely forgot that. Yeah, there you go. That was the other thing that was happening. I was trying to remember, like, what else did he do? Uh, and then, unfortunately, like, when you scrap it all at there, it kind of sucks because he hasn't had the most – he hasn't – Bray Wyatt hasn't had the moment to prove people wrong in terms of his ideas actually being a thing that can work because right now all we have is the pitch black stuff to go off of. And all of the stuff that they did leading up to that was getting really, really boring and very repetitive. And so I kind of do feel bad for Bray Wyatt and I'm specifically talking about the, the storyline stuff because he hasn't gotten a chance to prove that maybe his ideas are, you know, that they could work, right? We don't know that right now. To me, I can't say that they can because we haven't had an example of that in his, you know, return to WWE. So I do feel bad for him in that because it did really seem like he was excited to kind of let his creative out and have this, you know, at the time Vince wasn't back in the picture yet and it was just Triple H and getting to see that partnership and everybody was saying, oh, what's that? What's Bray Wyatt going to look like without Vince McMahon and with Triple H and... We got a little bit of that. And so, yeah, I do feel bad for Bray Wyatt in this situation. In another uh, you get what you pay for sort of aspect of things, uh, there were rumors today that Johnny Gargano was on the shelf, and that's why he'd be out of SummerSlam. Uh, FightfulSelect.com confirmed today Johnny Gargano is not injured anymore. He hasn't been for quite some time. In fact, Denise, he was supposed to come back at the Cleveland episode of Raw and creative changed over that weekend that, that prevented him from doing so. He was actually there, but Johnny Gargano is okay. He was factored into creative fairly recently. I can't speak to why he's been off So they just TV. don't have creative for him? There was creative for him. Uh, I'll, I might publish that soon, but I mean, I think it's, I think it's starting, starting, starting to make, take shape and we'll talk about that later, but that was another one on FightfulSelect.com. Uh, Parker Hines says, feel bad for Bray, but it got L.A. Knight over. No, that didn't get L.A. Knight over. L.A. Knight got L.A. Knight over. It wasn't because of the Bray stuff. It, it helped having him go up against Bray a little bit to have the, ooh, look at this. But I think L.A. Knight was going to get over regardless of doing a terrible angle. Dude, that was the shit. I really thought that that was going to ruin any chance LA Knight even had. I've said this before, but the fact that LA Knight still got over with people, even though his big feud, his big feud, his first big feud in the main roster was with Bray Wyatt in the pitch black match. And still, aside from that, was able to get the people to like him. Think about this, Sean. If this would have been yeah. somebody else. 
What do you think that would have looked like for them? Oh, we've seen it. We've seen how bad the creative has just been consistently bad with him. And uh, we will lean right into another Fightful Select report. I want to shout out Worked Wrestling. They do uh, a lot of good work, and uh, I've, I've been able to verify several of their reports, including one today. So today, WWE.com pulled the Becky Lynch-Zoe Stark match from their lineup. And uh, Worked Wrestling said that Becky Lynch was awaiting clearance, and I was able to confirm that. In fact, FightfulSelect.com, best $5 in the business, reported that not only was Becky Lynch awaiting clearance, it was for a very a particularly minor injury. I won't go into details what it is. Uh, but she was hoping that they would be able to get that match back on that night, and they did. And you ended up getting Becky Lynch, Zoe Stark. So uh, three nice scoops on Fightful Select today. Zoe ends up hey, defeating. Hey, were they on a cone or in a cup? What is it? Were they on a cone or in a cup? The scoops? Yeah, you said three oh, scoops. Oh, we go waffle cone. We're high end. <laughs> now, nah, waffle cones, I hate them. We ain't doing no I'm a no cup cups. person. No, unless you're like driving and eating at the same time. No, or something. A, then waffle you go just a waffle waffle cone, nah. It's all about the cup. What the hell's wrong with you? I don't think they're good. I think they just kind of ruined the ice cream a little bit. Like, I just want the ice cream. I don't want anything else. Yeah, so cup, team cup. Wow. Uh, anyway, Zoe Stark beats Becky Lynch with the help of Trish Stratus. Trish is you know still full 2005, maybe 2004, uh, nose broke, face mask type of thing. I'm all for it. Zoe needed a big win to, to put a stamp on something. And, you know, I think that, with the rumors of the injury, I think they could have played that up too. I think they should have played that up on TV and said, Becky Lynch fought to get cleared for this match because everybody knew about it. Everybody heard about it. Why not play that up and protect her a little bit more? The match I thought was was pretty damn good. I loved the reversal, the counter out of Zoe's finish. But then Zoe gets the win and it's off of a distraction, which... Very heavy on these shows anymore. It's off a distraction or a DQ or something like that. But in this situation, you got to protect your former WrestleMania main eventer in Becky Lynch. I got no problem with Zoe winning because Becky is absolutely bulletproof. Her feud isn't going directly for the title where she needs a bunch of wins. She's feuding with Trish Stratus, who, you know, they're going to have their match and it's going to be set up regardless. And now you've got somebody on the outside who has a win over Becky. Becky's got a reason to be a little bit more distracted. I kind of liked how this all played out. Yeah, I did too. And I think you nailed it when you said that Becky Lynch is bulletproof. And she is. And here's the thing is that if it would have been somebody else, somebody that wasn't built up, somebody that wasn't, that someone that was on a lower level than Zoe Stark, yeah, I would have been super irritated if they would have had that person beat Becky Lynch in this fashion but I think because it was specifically Zoe Stark that's why it works like Zoe has came in and she has been already kind of making like a building a little starting to build a tiny little reputation for herself right like she goes in she has these hard-hitting matches and that's what's been getting her over she was able to have promo time one-on-one -on -one with Becky Lynch a couple weeks ago she's getting the rub from Trish Stratus she's wasn't a money in the bank match they have done so much for Zoe Stark so that her beating Becky Lynch 
was not insulting to the audience. And on top of that, they gave her a lot. And there was a specific moment where she gave this like really brutal left kick to Becky J- Becky Jing. I was going to say Becky's jaw and <laughs> Becky Lynch's jaw, like literally right there. A very nice kick to her jaw. And so her getting the win, I thought was massive. And all I can say is bravo. I'm so freaking stoked because here's the thing. I want to see more women get built up like this so that we can have future challengers. Like I don't want everybody to be at the exact same level because when it comes down to looking for challengers for these champions, we're out there with slim picking. So right now it feels like it's a nice build and a nice start to Zoe Stark uh, with the program that she's doing right now. And then with what she eventually does down the road on the roster. So kudos to her. She's, she's, she hit the lottery right now. Yeah, I thought this worked out really, really well. KE775 sends a super chat and says, good win for Zoe, but man, every Becky match under Triple H is the same. She gets distracted, interfered with, and pins. Shouldn't she have smarted up, smartened up by now? That I completely agree with. I think that Becky Lynch should be smarter than most wrestlers. Like, she's she's got the quick tongue. You know, she can talk anybody in the ring, out of the ring, all that. And she's got it inside the ring as well. But I think that she needs, her character needs to smarten up a bit. Because as we've seen outside the ring, she's a brilliant woman. I would love to see that reflected on the And also you bring up the fact that she kind of ended up was that match that she had when she ended up attacking Trish Stratus when Trish Stratus was wrestling? I think it was Raquel. And then she ended up accidentally helping Trish Stratus. Yeah. So that doesn't necessarily help, right? Becky Lynch's character. Rock hard. Joel Wood says, I know you said you're working on it, but is there any hint you can give on Eric Young? Uh, I know I heard his voice on a brave vignette this year. Is he at least signed to a deal? So there's not a hint I can give on Eric Young because I'm still working on it. I'm supposed to find out a lot more about it soon. But yes, he is signed to a deal. He's been signed to a deal since the beginning of November. He just hasn't been used. And uh, here's a hint I can give you. He ain't the only one. There are others as well. And when last November or December rolled around, and I'm like, well, where's Eric Young? Where's Chelsea Green? Where's so-and-so? I was like, okay, well, they're just obviously not wanting to debut everybody at the same time. Chelsea debuted at the end of January. I figured Eric Young would be not long after that. Figured so-and-so that will be reported on FightfulSelect.com before too long would be after that. And then my line of thinking was, Denise, I heard about this hiring freeze in January, February. And I thought, well, maybe Triple H is just being smart and sort of rationing out his previous year's signings. That way it doesn't look like there's, I mean, he that way he could make oh, it look okay, like there see, isn't yeah. one. Because WWE is still denying there's a talent a hiring freeze, right? So we are to believe that between August and the beginning of December, they hired 20 people for the main roster. And in the seven and a half months since then, they're like, we're good. We're we're switchblade Jay White, don't need him. Tama Tonga, who? What Mercedes? Naomi? Nah, we're set. Yeah, we're to believe that? There ain't no way. Are they at least utilizing Eric Young backstage? Nope. Because they should be. Nope. Cameron Johnson says, can I get a birthday shout out? I turned 22 in 30 minutes. Hell yeah, you can't, Cameron Johnson. Uh, Happy birthday. Uh, We appreciate you coming here. We appreciate you dropping a super chat too. But Cameron Johnson, happy birthday. 
turning 22 years old. What can you do at 22? You know what you do at 22? Pause, pause, pause. You listen to 22 by Taylor Swift. (laughs) I was waiting for you to shut up so I could promote it. Cameron, you ruined it. Cameron, you ruined your own birthday. Cameron, oh my you're God, this is like now. the best. Go right now and listen to Taylor Swift's uh, 22. On- this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash fightful it's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash fightful say goodbye to your credit card rewards greedy corporate mega stores led by walmart and target are pushing for a law in congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets the durbin marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it if you love your credit card rewards tell your lawmakers hands off my rewards tell them to oppose the durbin marshall credit card bill the red album taylor's version please cameron go dance put on a little hat party Did you do up. a review of the, the taylor's version I like how you say it. You sound like an old man. Did you do a review of the the Taylor's version? It's speak now, Taylor's version. No, just the Taylor's version. Oh, hey, guys, put Fs in the chat if Denise is a total dweeb. Anyway. I don't care. You think being called a dweeb is going to hurt my feelings, Sean? You know what would hurt my feelings if someone called me Kentuckian or, like, thought that I was from Kentucky? Put Fs in the chat if Denise is Kentuckian. Hey, by the way. Someone sent me, and I forget who it was, but someone sent me on Twitter a bat, a, a baseball player. I think his name was J.D. Davis, I think. I don't know what team he's from. I forgot. But he looks just like you. Oh, and someone sent a yeah. message and said, oh, this is Sean's long-lost brother. And I clicked on it, and I swore to God. I was like, bro, this looks like Sean Ross. I get, I get sent that like at least once a week. He does, he does so it's bear the J.D. A... Davis guy, was I right? Yeah, J. oh, Davis? yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, he bears a, a pretty good resemblance to me if my like, beard was a little... Yeah. yeah, if you had a little, if you were a little bit more tanned... And but it was exactly you were literally JD Davis. Listen, listen. I think we know in person. I'm more tan than this guy. These lights have me have me bright, bright and beautiful right now. 
I but don't know. I don't even remember she, what you look like, like in person. You look exactly like this. <laughs> Chelsea Green was like, you're way tanner than I thought in person. I was like, well. Actually, that are- is true. Now that I think about it, you got that Kentucky and glow. <laughs> or my grandmother's a Native American woman. That's all. That's really all there is to it. <laughs> not a Kentucky glow. What are we talking about here? Hey, I don't glow. know, man. You maybe you go outside, ride your little horse. You go yeehaw, and you feed Jesus it some hay. Christ. You're like, Ooh, the the hay at the handy market is only five dollars. My God, it's, it's, it's the handy mart. Oh, it's not, not the handy market. market. I'm sorry, I don't have a handy mart here. We're like regular people here. We go to the uh, supermarket. They're building a Whole Foods around the corner from my house and a Starbucks. Wait, what? Yeah. You don't have a Whole Foods or a Starbucks next to your house? Not next to my house. Bro, no, there's one like, here like in every corner. Like 10 minutes away. Ten minutes I wonder away. if you're going to like Whole Foods because Whole Foods is great, but they're very expensive. Patrick said, yo, SRS, part indigenous. Hell yeah, brother. Yep. Yep. Indeed. Uh, Jonathan Corona says, Sean, in your opinion, who do you think will own WWE TV rights in your standpoint when the TV rights are done? I think we're looking at Disney on SmackDown, and I think we're looking at USA retaining Raw. I think the relationship between USA and WWE is strong. So, yeah. But do you think that um, indicates a bad... I don't think that indicates a bad relationship at all with Fox. It just doesn't seem like they're putting that... I don't know. Would you say that they're putting much effort? Would you even know? Mm-hmm. I think they are with those numbers they're dragging in on Fox. Okay, oh, hell yeah. Sure. They're vi- just making sure. WWE people I talked to were very excited today about those badass WWE numbers. Like I saw. Listen, man. Every Wednesday, you'll have some dopes that are like, AEW's dying. Guess what? They, they got 75,000 people. You'll have people saying, WWE sucks. Nope, they're selling out arenas. They're breaking gross records. They're doing incredible numbers. Wrestling's good right now. Damn, Sean, I was expecting you to pick one company to shell for. What's no, wrong with you? I, I like them all. I, I, I like you send you wrestling. more cheese platters? What's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little sassy today. I love it. He deserves it. It's been it. a while. Indu Share are coming, Denise. Yeah. Hey, you know what? The video was really cool. Can you hear me over this? I don't know. I wonder I, if know, anybody can hear the audio. I, I like the packaging of that IndoShare. Um, you like you like the package of IndoShare coming, huh? What can I say? Well, they're coming. Uh, we've got <laughs> Drew McIntyre and Riddle against Vinci and Kaiser. This is an all right tag match. They were they were. Uh, this was a pretty hot tag team match. Like they were, they had the crowd behind them. Nobody thought they were going to lose this match. What'd you think of it? I actually really love this. And I love this for a bunch of reasons. One, Drew McIntyre and Matt Riddle as a tag team. Cool. I'm here for it. Keep doing it, man. I really like them. I love that. There was a moment right before the commercial break where, uh, Ludwig Kaiser gave like this freaking drop kick to, uh, Oh, who did give it to? Oh, yeah, to Riddle. And right before the commercial break, oh, it was a really, really good one. Like, it stood out to me. And then once, you know, we saw Drew McIntyre go in there, he cleaned house, and that was really fun to see. I mean, the second Drew McIntyre went in and cleaned house, it was it was great. That was it. But the thing that really, really was the cherry on top of the Sunday 
was truly Drew McIntyre dogging Gunther and just having that little interaction where they're both dogging each other. And given that we know what these two guys can do in the ring together, uh, I'm really excited for all of this. Although I was laughing because later on, later, later on in the show, they had like a backstage promo and Drew McIntyre was like, I don't know why all these teams are popping up. And I'm like, bro, you and Matt Riddle popped up. That's also so true. Think, that is that is very true. I was thinking that, like, as he was saying it, I was like, does he not realize that, like, yeah, there's a lot of teams that popped up, but so did he and Riddle. So I thought that, that was is, kind of funny. And uh, I love how Drew McIntyre just parties all the time. He's always like, let's get the hell out of here and party. And listen, I don't think there's any amount of partying that would prepare him for whatever Matt Riddle's going to have in store for them going out in Buffalo. I don't hey man, think there's... I saw Riddle in the I don't want to know what you saw. I don't want to know what you saw. I, didn't I don't want to know. Bad. Why would you think I saw something uh, bad? Uh, gee, I don't know. I saw Riddle in Las Vegas because I was interviewing him. Oh, okay. And he was like super, like, he was a freaking energizer bunny times the most energetic drink ever. I couldn't make out anything that he was saying in my interview. He was talking so fast. You should, and that's what I was telling you. So I can only imagine if that's how hyped he was for the interview. I don't know I'm what sad. that, how much fun that was. I'm good. I'm good, bro. <laughs> what? You don't believe me? Watch the interview. Oh, I believe he, you. I asked him one question. I believe question. he can go all night long. I believe one question. Knows. He went off for like three minutes, maybe four minutes, and just like wouldn't stop talking. And I was like trying to like keep up mentally Please. with everything he was saying. So the other thing that I want to mention, too, was that we were seeing uh, they better not break up Imperium, by the way. Oh, because there was yeah. a little bit of they, tension they, there, and I'm not here for that. They teased it with Giovanni Vinci, who Riddle called Giovinci, and Drew goes, well, his name's Giovanni, but we'll rock with that. Yeah, I, I don't want them to split Imperium. I don't want them to change Imperium. If anything, maybe add somebody to Imperium. Because a lot of times what they'll do is they'll switch out that third member. Then they'll have injury issues and they won't have anybody to free bird in there. Just add somebody to the group. And then if one of the two get hurt, you can slide another person in whenever, whenever necessary. Do not break up Imperium. That's all I ask. Yeah. I don't I'm ask for you. much. We got Ricochet and Logan Paul. By the way, the Riddle has his match next week, but Drew will not be there. And he got uh, Giovanni and Ludwig banned from ringside. Ricochet, Logan Paul face-to-face. -face. Ricochet comes out and he's like, gee golly, if uh, you folks would be so kind, I just want to let you know that I do this for you, unlike Logan Paul. Logan Paul comes out and he's like, you suck, LOL. I'm like, damn, bro. He's like, you're only good for TikToks. I'm like, all right. I, get, I mean, TikTok's really over right now, so that's probably a good thing, Logan Paul. Uh, <laughs> and what Ricochet does is run, jump, and flip outside the ring, and Logan goes, that's what I'm talking about. That's good for TikTok. And then Ricochet proceeds to beat his ass. Uh, I, so it's funny because their spot... 
at Money in the Bank, which, by the way, I, I rather like this promo segment. I think Ricochet is getting better at, at talking, too. Their spot at Money in the Bank, they're making it seem like it went wrong and they fought over it. But I think that kind of undermines kayfabe, and I didn't think the spot went that wrong anyway. It ended up looking all right in the end. The Whatever launched this feud is a little weird to me because they're like, oh, we screwed up a spot. And I'm like, huh? But everything after that, I'm like, yeah, fine. Like, maybe just have them brawl and not mention the spot at all. Like, they just don't like each other because they cost each other the match. And that's fine with me. Yeah, this whole thing is built off of a botch. When you think about it, like yeah. this whole thing is based off of a botch. And it made me wonder, too, was was, was this their plan? Was this going to be their plan, even if everything went as perfectly planned? Or did this only happen because they had a botch and they were like, oh, you know what, let's just go with this match. I'm curious about that. Uh, well, I, I'll find out. But I mean, the, the match is going to slap. We know this match is going to be amazing. Like This is going to be incredible. Right. So there were a couple of things here that I'm seeing the pros. There's some pros. There's some cons right now. So the pros are that this is probably like one of the biggest programs that Ricochet has ever been in. I can't think of another one that was bigger than this right now. Uh, and so this is definitely going to give them something to do on the show, give them some sort of purpose, some sort of story. And it's never going to hurt to have him, you know, be on the mic and talk and get comfortable and all of that. I think for me right now, I, they haven't given me a reason besides disliking Logan Paul to cheer for Ricochet. And yeah. I don't want, how do I say this? I need them to make Ricochet cool for me to want to cheer for him. Because there were some lines that Logan Paul hit where I'm like, even though like we're supposed to be booing this guy, I'm finding myself wanting to root for this guy instead because he had cooler one lines than ricochet did and so that's where i hope they kind of like figure it out like they need to give them bigger things to say and the other I, thing I is know. go ahead sorry when ricochet you know goes over the top rope i'm like how would you do that no offense but i'm like if you did that you know logan paul if he was smart he could have just gone in and just been like you know what clothesline bam you're out peace right sure I, I think what they should do with Ricochet, instead of giving him cooler things to say, give him cooler things to do. Like, what's wrong with giving Ricochet some squash matches? We see every guy over 250 pounds get squash matches. Why not have matches where Ricochet just does all his amazingly cool shit that we don't really get to see that much of because he's in competitive matches? Like, do some really, really cool stuff. Have him do things that make you go, Oh, yeah, that's what we saw in Lucha Underground that, that made him so unbelievably and undeniably great. There was one more thing that I didn't like that Logan Paul said. Because he said that when him and Ricochet are in the ring, that they are they make fireworks or that they're fireworks. And I'm yeah. like, <laughs> what are you talking about? This whole thing is based off of this one botch. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that that's fireworks. Like, I know this match is going to be good, right? Because they're both very athletic guys and can do very cool things. But that was the one thing that I caught where I was like, wait, why would you say that? Y'all had this botch and that's what this whole thing's being promoted off of. But there's some, there's a lot of good potential here that can happen. And I think this could work out for Ricochet, but he definitely needs to uh, step out of his comfort zone and really go, you know, balls to the wall at it, man. 
And yeah, I look at that and I'm like, why, why can't, why just can't they have him do these cool things? I think that'd be great. Tamel says the spot went wrong and Logan blames Ricochet for dangerously taking a chance with his life. Well, yeah, to me, it, it shouldn't be about the spot. It should just be about him getting put through a table. Somebody says that was a botch. You sure? Yeah. They got tangled up in the ropes and didn't go the way that they wanted, but like, just say that Logan was not yes, happy with put him the, through a table. They put him through a table. Yeah, absolutely. In Simmons says, I know Ricochet is supposed to be the nice guy, but I know a low-key sarcastic guy when I see him. Let, let him actually be himself and talk. Even some of his tweets are kind of sassy. That exactly. I have long said I would love a guy like Ricochet or Apollo Crews to just tell us they know they are exactly as good as they are. Like when you're a guy like Ricochet, there's no way – that you aren't aware that you're better than everybody at everything. But I'll tell you what, Denise, if you want to take your ricochet to a dickochet, if you want gravity to forget a few things, if you know what I'm saying, check out bluechew.com slash Fightful. Whether you're coming off the top rope or you've got a more map-based offense, bluechew.com slash Fightful is here to help you. Whether you're in the mood or you need to get in the mood, bluechew.com slash Fightful has you covered. Right now you get your first shipment free at bluechew.com. Same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you know they work, but they work on your schedule. Maybe you need that motivation. Maybe you need that confidence. Maybe you're tired of those TikTok times and you're trying to get, you know, a little more long form content, if you know what I mean. Well, set up your tripod appropriately with bluechew.com slash fightful. <laughs> if you have a ticket, please consult a doctor. But you know what? If you want Blue Chew, consult with one of their online physicians, and if approved, it arrives to your door safely and discreetly. No online or no no waiting in line at the doctor's office. No waiting in line at the pharmacy. You don't have those nosy women at the pharmacy being like, "Oh my gosh, what's he getting for his penis? Is it one of them Blue Chews?" No. Maybe the mailman's going to be like, listen, bro, I know what's in this. It's, it's, I'm not supposed to know, but I was at your neighbor's house and I heard her talking about what y'all did. And there's only one answer. It's got to be Blue Chew. So listen, sorry. Sorry that your mailman might find out, but he's not going to find out through the pharmacy lady or the doctor. First shipment free. Just pay $5 shipping. Bluechew.com and the code Fightful. Love them. Our longest running sponsor, Blue Chew. Yeah. Thanks for just throwing me out there when I wasn't even expecting it. <laughs> and Simmons says, here's a super chat for using my Ricochet super chat as a segue for Blue Chew. Denise, I pray for you dealing with this guy. Listen, uh, if you would like to sponsor uh, a Fightful podcast or any number of Fightful podcasts, you can contact myself or Kate. She is at Miss Kate Fabe 
on Twitter. We have sponsorship slots open this month for a lot of big shows, especially on Grapsity, on the Collision Post shows. Uh, we've got them like for all budgets as well, whether it be the ROH show, whether it be news shows. Uh, check it out. Hit me up or hit up Kate. You know, people don't realize that I just deal with you here on the show, but you send me the most random worst text messages of my life. Like what? What did you send me the other day where I was just like, really, Sean? Like, I don't know how to explain it. You'd be sending some random stuff to me. Makes me question my life's decisions. Mm, I, I, you make it sound like I send you like devious stuff and I don't. No, you send me like, Really, really Sean Ross Sap jokes. Like what? I'm I'm trying to look right now. <laughs> no, you're looking. I'm Don't looking look. right now. Like what could I possibly say? <laughs> you do you remember the stuff that you sent me about Taylor Swift when she broke up with Joe Outlin? Oh, you remember, don't you? That was funny. You remembered though. right now. That was funny though, right? <laughs> Yeah, but I was like, what the, why would you send me this? I didn't know what you said. I, but you I asked Denise. It. I asked Denise how she would feel. Damn, I haven't responded to like your last six text messages. Yeah, thanks, by the way. You always do that to me. <laughs> this is what pisses me off, too, is that you fucking like get me going and I start fucking writing all these things in your text message and I write and I write and Look, then you guys, don't even fucking respond. <laughs> Look at this, guys. Obsessed much? <laughs> I'm like, why the hell? She and what's worse, what's worse is that you I always start the conversation her. and then you leave me hanging. But tell oh the people, tell the people what you wrote to me that day when Taylor Swift and Joe Allen broke up. Keep in mind, this was freaking random out of the blue when you sent me this I text. Said, I said, how would you feel if you found out the reason that they broke up is because Taylor and I were having an affair? How conflicted would you feel? Why would you? Why, why would your brain go there? And why would you feel the need to send me that? Because I want to put you in this this moral conflict of your friend and coworker. Okay, if you were dating Taylor Swift, or you're uh -huh. having an affair with Taylor Swift, I would become your best fucking friend ever, just so that I could be associated to Taylor. Okay, all of a sudden but, I would be like, Sean Rossap is the freaking greatest. <laughs> But you do know and like my wife a lot, correct? Yes. So that would be another moral conflict. <laughs> so how terrible Wait, of a person on, are you? Hold on. So my options are, but if that meant me, me being friends with Taylor See? Swift, That's so then bad. I would be like, okay, sorry. <laughs> You're so really bad. nice and I really care for you, oh, but Taylor no. Swift. Oh, my God. <laughs> but you would see what I mean? Why would you text me that? Because <laughs> it's funny. I love it. No, it's Here's so what I dumb. like. To just it's put it so in, dumb. To just put it in your brain. Just be like, why would he do that? I sent that to the Cease twins, too, because they love like, my wife. Yeah, but why would you? Oh, my God. This, their Cease twins are little, like, little. <laughs> <laughs> They're mid twenties. What well, are you they talking look about? Little. I know they, they look do. like your daughters. So here's here's a funny thing. One time, I posted a picture with the Cease twins, and and my wife on Instagram, and I put our adult twins, and some doofus on Twitter. After I posted a picture, I think it was the Minnesota the dinner. It was like. Oh, 
you're out hanging out with women when you got twins at home. I was like, <laughs> how stupid are you? Oh my God. Oh God. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, never knowing what you're going to message me. I love it. Bizarro Big L says, Denise, the original cone was a waffle because the vendor ran out of cups. The cone is superior. The slander is almost as outrageous as the Miz not getting stomped uh, night after night by Champa. Swifties are the new zombie virus. Favorite ice cream flavor? What's your Black favorite cherry. ice cream flavor? I like butter pecan. You would like butter pecan. Yeah, my grandmother likes it. So I, I grew up eating it. And then by the time I grew up, I just liked it. Maxine Dupree. I'm honestly Academy. surprised your favorite ice cream flavor isn't just like vanilla, but no, like no, the off-brand vanilla. vanilla. Not, Not even like don't. the good vanilla. No, it's either that or cookies and cream. Is, is oh, everybody jam. likes cookies and cream. Because it's dope. It's okay. Anyway, like it's good, but I got to be craving it. Maxine Dupree's graduation. This is all right. Like It was I'm boring, bro. Just be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it it could have been funnier. You know the best you're... part was Otis dancing and taking off his robe. That was the best yeah, part. You're I right. Was it was way more from this. I think that I was just tolerating this because I like wrestling. This wasn't good. I didn't like it. It was boring. <laughs> we got to see a fifth match in this feud. And listen, I get it. There's six people in this feud. There's six people in this feud. So people are going to tell me, well, that's how a feud works. I don't care. I don't like the feud. It's not good. I like everybody in the feud, but I don't like the feud. I could have done without this. We did get a super chat. Jay Miller says, need an Alpha Academy chase you feud at some point. Ideally, yeah. I would too. But yeah, I think given what they did last week with Maxine, they, that was such a good moment because people really kind of found her very lovable after that. And I think... I was expecting them to keep that going. And they didn't give us any of that. I was like, why didn't you guys give her any funny lines? Ooh, they could have just made this so much funnier and they just didn't. There was no comedy in it whatsoever. And this was something that you were expecting comedy. I wasn't expecting something serious. Luis says, can we skip to Diamond Mine versus Alphas, please? I don't know if they're coming up quite yet, but I, I hope they are. Uh, we've got SAS saying, in your opinion, what does Roman care about the most right now? The universal title or the tribal chief title? So I think it's always tribal chief title, head of the table title. And that's why the title means so much to him. Because when you look up and down his family, his family is Afa, it's Sika, it's Yokozuna, it's The Rock, it's Rocky Johnson via the bloodline. Like it is full of Hall of Famers. And to him, he is the main provider of that. That's why I always said if he faced The Rock, you do not need a WWE championship in it. In fact, you don't, you shouldn't have it because that telegraphs that Roman's going to win. But if you say this is for the tribal chief, this is for the head of the table, and the winner physically has that lay put on them by the loser and acknowledged, that is the main thing to me. That's what should be the, the big thing to roman in my opinion Shayna baszler murdered emma and then brawled with rousey uh denise i wasn't here with you for money in the bank but being in that arena there were a lot of unique reactions drew returns roman loses john cena's back perhaps my favorite reaction was when Shayna baszler turned on ronda rousey because zero people in that building thought that was coming nobody 
Go back and listen to that for anybody that didn't. It was such a shocked reaction. And everybody's like, oh my God, something we didn't see coming in any capacity at all. So therefore, I'm in favor of this feud. I'm liking the progression of it. I think it's going to result in Shayna beating that ass. Yeah, it's just weird though, because like, I think they're still supposed to, they're still trying to make Ronda the face in this. And she's clearly not that. Shayna last week, that promo that she caught, that she did, she got so much praise online. People were digging it. People loved what she said. People loved the little one liners. They loved everything that they did here. I thought this week was a simple little follow up. Love seeing them go at it and just start fighting each other as it should be. But yeah, I'm definitely not. I don't know how they can see Ronda as the face in this at all like that makes zero sense to me right now but well no not that it makes zero sense to me because clearly she was the one that was betrayed but in terms of like the audience is not seeing it that way though i i am completely with you there uh we have the uh chelsea and sonia match they complain at raquel live and uh ria rolls up and she's like listen if you all ever get involved in what i'm doing again it'll be a mistake Stick to your tag team division. You're doing really well. Chelsea's in the background. She says, yeah, three strikes, you're out. Basketball. (laughs) Like, man, they missed out firing her, first off. They missed out doing nothing with her for years. They had her, Denise. They had her eight years ago off of Tough Enough. She could have went directly to NXT and be produced. Instead, fortunately, she worked ROH, Impact, Lucha Underground, Mexico, Japan, worked everywhere and was an underrated performer for a long time because a lot of people were under the impression she wasn't any good because they didn't use her in NXT. Nope, that was her, their loss. She's been killing it. She had a quick match here. It was, eh, the pin was not good. But that ain't what people are talking about right now. The basketball line was great. The tease of Raquel and Rhea was great. Dig Maybe this. you could let it slide because she's Canadian. <laughs> I was going to make that joke, but then I didn't there think some go. people were getting. Okay but anyways, it. it's a whole, it's a whole whatever. I loved it. I thought that's exactly what makes the character of Chelsea Green work perfectly. And she's got it down uh, to a T with that. With all that being said, so next week we're getting the actual tag team championship match for the titles right i'm sorry but i really want sonia and chelsea to get the titles i my interest is very very low with with right now with the titles beat on Liv and raquel only because they haven't made me fall in love with the tag team just yet whereas i have like you know just been more i'm more favorable towards uh Sonia and Chelsea because the Chelsea character is so funny and I want to see that be a thing but at the same time I'm like ah do I really want to keep seeing the tag team titles be hot potatoed no not exactly so this is one of the situations where I guess whoever wins is fine but I really do want to see Sonia and Chelsea get these titles I've been wanting them to get the title since like the beginning this whole thing started yeah it seems very much like they should lean into Rhea and Raquel at SummerSlam and therefore Chelsea and Sonya get the tag titles. Oh man. Marshall said, and Marshall is a new member. Thank you very much. We greatly appreciate you. We've been putting some unseen videos up there on our member section. SAS says if WWE plays it right, Rhea could have feuds with a built up Zoe Stark and Shayna after SummerSlam. 
And then Becky down the line, too, because that's something that got teased and we never got. They've been teasing that and we still haven't gotten it. I've, I've been waiting for it. I mean, it, it's to me, I look at Rhea and Bianca as don't do that until it's a WrestleMania match. Until they do it at Mania, don't do it. And it's such a slam dunk WrestleMania match in the future. But they've messed up a lot of those. Becky and Rhea is another one. I'm like, WrestleMania. Like that, that would be really, really great. Yeah, great. K775 says Rhea, Raquel, SummerSlam, and Fastlane. I suspect Becky versus Rhea will be at Survivor Series. I think some, I think WrestleMania, man. I think yeah, those got to be WrestleMania, SummerSlam matches. Fast, Fastlane, not so much. I don't even know when's Fastlane. When is Fastlane? Uh, in September, I think. I've been confusing the Fastlane date and the payback date. Yeah, I'll be at payback. Whatever's in Indianapolis, I'll be there. I'll be there. Uh, Jessica Nelson says, do you know anything about the Becky being gone after SummerSlam for a while? Uh, again, guys, this is a, you get what you pay for kind of thing with the news. Um, I asked and was told that as of now, Becky is not planning on taking time off after SummerSlam. And if she happens to, that would be, uh, more of a convenience. I was just straight up told that, uh, Becky works until everything falls apart like a proper worker. That's what I was told. <laughs> Uh, I guess anything could happen, but uh, as of this past weekend, she wasn't planning on taking any time off. Bizarro Big L says, woke up halfway through the show. Did I miss anything? Anyone feel like the women's division is being held back? The top women are good. The tag division has felt buried, especially the call-ups. And Sean, day man by bumping uglies music video for 100K. I don't know what that is. I'll have to look it up. Um, I feel like under Triple H... The women's division has not gotten nearly the care that it should have. Like all the things we talk about that have made more sense and worked out better under Triple H, women's division, I don't think has consistently been one of them. I think that they have been nerfed. They haven't been given nearly enough time. And it's one of those things that I don't think improved that much. Now, granted, we're getting a more of a variety of matches, but yeah. Yeah, and that was one of the things, like, remember SummerSlam when, like, Triple H was running things and we got Damage Control and EO and Dakota, and it felt like, oh, my God, all these really good things are going to happen, and then it was like, mm. Yeah. Hey, 100K, we got to do your roast. <sighs> I knew I knew you're you were going to You're going to make me gonna do it. I knew you were going to make me a, a pot roast? You're going to make me a pot roast? I knew you weren't going to do it, Sean. You're right. I'm not going to do it. Anyway... K775 says, think Chelsea and Sonya win next week. I'm leaning yes. I'm also leaning yes, Denise. Uh, I, I think that they're setting up Raquel and Rhea, and that makes all the sense in the world. And Rhea can cost Raquel the match. I think it works out pretty well. I think I think that's how they should. I think they should set it up as Rhea costs Raquel the match. Then they do like a battle royal for top contender. And I want Raquel to eliminate everybody. Everybody. I want her to go in psychotic and throw everyone out. So you That's want a psychotic Raquel. No more happy Raquel. Just for this. Like, I think that this is what, she, uh, like, this Ooh, What could, if she's, like, creepy, happy, psychotic? That would be cool, too. Like, the smile movie. Yeah. Uh, but... A lot of people are like, oh, well, that's not the real Raquel. It is the real Raquel. Raquel smiles. She's happy. That's She's jovial. That's how she is. But she cares a lot about these tag team titles. And I think her flipping out over that would add a little bit to that as well in right. loss. And she's had not so great luck with the tag team titles because both times with her and Dakota and NXT, 
they didn't even get to have an actual run. And then she gets the tag titles with uh with Liv. Liv gets injured. Yeah. They finally get them back. Okay, now what? You know, so I do feel bad saying like, oh, they should give the titles to Sonia and Chelsea. Because I'm know. like, oh, I do feel bad for Liv and Raquel though. So, but I just, I really hope that they find their chemistry together. That's what's, I think that's the reason why I haven't been able to connect yet with the actual tag team. Payback is in Pittsburgh. Fastlane is in Indianapolis, according to Luis. You almost showed up at the wrong pay-per-view. <laughs> Either way. I think Jeremy's going to the other one. <laughs> Steven Marcolucci can't pronounce that name. Raw felt like a Vince show tonight. I haven't heard of anything. Haven't heard of any uh, sweeping changes or anything like that. So for everybody that says, oh man, you, you must be desperate always talking about Vince. You know what I would love the most is if I never had to cover Vince McMahon's creepy old ass again. If he would get smooth the hell out of pro wrestling and never come back. So I never had to talk about that fucking weirdo just again. don't read the comments sean stop reading the comments i'm sorry denise but our audience is important to me whether yeah, or not stop they're reading the negative you. comments if you muted denise doesn't care about all you people i do but uh there ain't anything i want to cover less than Vincent see you Nader. muted me because you knew what i was gonna say yeah because this Ooh, why don't you? Why don't you just ignore it? Why don't you just ignore it? And why don't you? Sean, you know what? You looked at me in my face at Ring of Honor, and you said, "Yeah, you know, I'm gonna stop doing it. I'm gonna ignore people." Oh, two Denise. days later, not oh, even Denise. two like minutes later. You don't want to go there, Denise. You do not what go now? There. You don't want to go there. Do me start talking in a New York accent? No, Denise. No, thank you. <laughs> I don't get it. Sorry, I don't know what you're talking about anymore. I'm just telling you, ignore the freaking haters already. Mm, I tell Denise. you every day. You do not tell me every... Okay, so here's what Denise does. Ignore the haters. And then if I say anything to her about them, she's like, No, you just need to ignore it. You just need to ignore it. Denise, I have to block people because if I don't, they will post paywalled information in the replies of my comments. I like how you're explaining it to me like I'm stupid. Well, I understand, I mean, Sean. I'm not stupid. If the helmet fits, wear it. I'm just telling you, there are certain comments you could definitely ignore. Like what? Give me an example. No, bro, you, I can't even, you have like a hundred thousand quote retweets arguing with people. No, I don't. <laughs> and yeah, you do. Denise. Okay, we'll have this conversation on the air. No, I don't. I'm not going to go in and count them. We don't have to. Let, let's talk okay. about this. Everyone here the, who follows you on Twitter. Muted. Last week, somebody tried hurts. to troll me. No, you don't know what you're talking about. And okay, I'm being fine, dead serious. Fine, fine, go I'm being it, dead serious. It. Okay, okay. I quote tweeted someone and I said, your name is Peter. Last okay. week. Okay. He went on a 12-hour meltdown over that. I did not say anything else to him. I just moved on. That okay. Was a person today said, <laughs> and I quote, here we go. Let's read one. Basically, Sean Ross Sapp is a clickbait whore simping for himself <laughs> and his marked friends chasing clout online in hopes of one day being looked at as a 
journalist with actual credibility. He's probably an incel as well, selling cameos of himself for $20, same as a downtown BJ. Wait, what? Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, but this, this person was very creative. Gotta even give him a little credit for all that listen, creativity. Listen, listen. I said, I sell cameos for charity. My bio says not a journalist. $20 BJs? How you know? That is not an argument. I was about to ask, how does one know of a downtown, how much the price, the going sometimes, rate for a downtown BJ sometimes, is? Sometimes, Denise... Sometimes everybody needs to know exactly how fucking stupid some of yeah, these people are. Yeah, I know, are. Sean. I know. Sometimes I it is important. That. Sometimes when you see obsessive behavior and there are things that will come to light in the wrestling world that will highlight this. Sometimes obsessive behavior should be highlighted and people should be like, that's fucking weird. Don't be like that. This person is not normal over wrestling. This, do you know how many people will be in the reply saying, SRS blocked me because I didn't like the same wrestling things that he liked. And then you go back and you look and there'll be just like full of homophobic or racist slurs or something like that. Denise, respectfully, you don't have a clue what you're talking about in oh, this yeah, situation. I you get what you're saying, know. but you're making it seem like not everybody, everybody gets these kinds of comments. They're nasty. They're terrible. Blah, blah. People Denise, get obsessive. People make videos Denise. about you. I've seen it. And you know what? I just think, so the fuck what? Move on with my life. Lot of, lot of, Denise, so you can do that. And that's yes. fine. But it is also fine to highlight weird, obsessive okay, people. fine. Let me talk, Denise. It's okay to highlight weird, obsessive people and say, this ain't fucking normal. Don't be like this. This is strange. This isn't okay. And when people are undermining the credibility of the work that I put in for over a decade, didn't take a day off for four years at one point, Worked every day of my life. You can giggle all you want. Worked my ass off, just Sean, like you have too. Mark. Hold on, let me mute you. Under trying to undermine the credibility of what I'm doing, making up things that we did not report, making up things that are not true when our foundation of Fightful is based on accurate information. It is important to highlight that and say, no, this is a lie. This isn't true. This person is, in fact, fucking stupid. That's why I do that. And because I want people that watch this show or subscribe to Fightful Select to say, I don't want this person's $5. If you are a piece of shit, if you are homophobic, if you are xenophobic, if you're any of those things, if you are a bad person, I don't want your $5. I'd rather have that from this person, this person, this person, this person, this person, this person. Because then when they come to Fightful, they don't have to worry about dealing with fucking idiots like the people that I quote tweet and say, your name is Peter. That's why I do this. Okay, there's Sean, a rhyme and we a have reason. different mentalities when it comes to yes. this. But there's a difference, though. There's a difference between correcting people when they're saying that you reported something that you didn't. 
And then there's, mm-hmm. okay, Joe Schmo from Buttfuck Mississippi all of a sudden is trying to What's undermine your credit, like undermine you. Who the hell cares? We don't even know I this care. person. But why? If it's somebody, okay, here's the way that I see it. If because someone comes to me, our founder, like, you, you asked who cares. I care. Right. Okay. So I that's care. the difference. You care, but I don't. Yes. I care about making sure that our audience isn't being fed misinformation on any given day. Like I'm, I'm going to pull up. Well, I, I bet you Twitter analytics don't work right now. <laughs> Guarantee you that shit don't work right now. On any given day, I get sent about 10 or 15 like scoops from people who do not do the legwork. And I got to siphon through that. Okay. Last month, I got 80,000 tweets sent my way, Denise. Less than 1% of those I can even reply to. Less than a percent of that is something even remotely negative. But somebody says, isn't this meant to be a wrestling stream? Yeah, if you would like to click off, I'm sure there's something else you can watch. We can have this conversation as well. Uh, But... Of that, a lot of times I've got to go through these reports that are not accurate. People do not do the work. And then when they report things, they are trying to undermine our credibility. Sometimes those people catch fire for a little bit. We saw it. We saw it with the zero news dork for a little while. I'll name him. Okay. So people said, is he credible? I said, no, dude ain't. Gets rundown info fed to him. But I'll tell you why I don't like him. He's a bad person. He said homophobic stuff. He tried to get our site shut down, said horrible things about a sick and dying woman, has said really, really terrible things about my family personally. I don't hesitate to let people know about this. Like, that's why I highlight stuff like that. Because sometimes people need to know. And if I was that terrible of a person, I would hope that people highlighted it too. Occasionally, you'll see people saying, Sean Ross Sapp doxes people. Nope, ain't true. Sometimes I defend myself against that. Denise, if it doesn't matter to you, that's okay. But I'm running a business and I've got to protect that business. And sometimes I have to protect it from misinformation. Okay, Sean. I understand. I think we just have two different viewpoints. I understand when you have to protect certain things and protect misinformation. But I think there are other times where you can just let it go because some people aren't worth it. And that's what I'm trying to say. Some people are just not worth taking the time to respond to. Do you think I respond to just too much denise you've seen the stuff that you've seen the stuff that people send to you oh yeah i see it and i go who the fuck's this dork bam okay muted i don't even care or i just continue on with my day i respond to less than one percent of negativity that is even put forth on twitter there would be no possible way if i responded to all the negativity on twitter like you're implying i didn't imply that i just said you do you comment when you fight with people way too much for you, for you, right? Do you know how many I'm wrestlers in general? Do you do you know how many wrestlers are like? Wish I could say that. Wish well, I could of do course. that. I'm sure. Sometimes you want to say things, but it's just not. Doesn't matter. At the end of the day, they're Sometimes just more important things. Matter. Sometimes it doesn't matter because there could be potentially harmful things said. 
Remember all the comments when we went, we dared to have dinner with our friends in Minnesota. <laughs> yes. The horrible things that were being said there. Sometimes dorks need to be highlighted and you say, why, why would they act like this over something like that? Sometimes I find that important. But if you go down my Twitter, you are not going to see me arguing with trolls. You're going to see me highlighting this and being like, this guy's pretty weird, huh? That's all. We good? Dude, you're the one who got worked up over this. You got like upset that I brought this up. I didn't get it. I explained it to you. And then you got. I know. You've explained this to me a bunch of times. Then why? Why keep bringing it up? Because I just told you because I know. Never mind. I'm not even going to say nothing. I'm not even going to say nothing, Sean. I don't want to make you upset. Denise, see, okay. And then so all this of a sudden, a... I'm gonna get. So Denise, <laughs> no, this well is a, your this future is endeavors. Thing. I ain't gonna fire you, Denise. That's that's the weirdest thing I've You're ever heard. Be I like, would never. She's Denise, weird. Fire her for abs- saying this. Denise, okay, now, yeah, don't okay, perpetuate no, that. When I'm saying but there, there I'm was saying no upset. Like, there was no upset. I just wanted my point to be heard because yeah, you bring you bring it, it up I a lot. I get your point. I no, get your point. I know a lot of people do bring it up. Sure, but you bring it up a lot. So I explained it. So now you I know. I bring it up because I know that you have told me multiple times that you were not gonna be as crazy anymore. Okay, Denise, <gasps> I encourage you, look at the tweets. Don't just scroll by and say, oh, he's arguing with somebody again. Look at the tweet. Okay, fine. Look, look at the that. tweet replied to. Look at the manner in which I conducted it. Read the tweets. Don't sit there and be like, ah, just dismissed it. This is, Denise keeps poking the bear. That's the thing. I didn't get upset over this. I didn't like yell at you or anything like that. I told you my reason. I told you why I did it. I told you why I'm selective in doing that because I feel like it's important to protect our asset in Fightful. I understand why you want to completely ignore it. And that is fine. That is your prerogative. And I think that you got... By all means, I wish I was in the position to do that. I wish I was in the position to where I didn't have to block anybody either. I could just mute people. But if I don't, they're posting paywalled info under there. So here's what happens. People get a little bit obsessive, a little bit crazy. It trails off from there. I know the score. I see it. It ain't that big of a deal. It's a button. If somebody wants to get unblocked, they can message Kyler and we'll do it. Okay. We're just, like I said, we're two very different people when it comes sure. to this. What's wrong with that? Nothing. I then won't bring you... it up anymore. I promise. No, I, that's I won't what I'm say saying. anything anymore. I won't even bring it up ever again. I understand well, we... your reasons, and I will never bring it up again. Well, the most important question of this is, is buttfuck the capital of Mississippi? Hey, man, I don't know. Because I don't care about no buttfuck Mississippi. My God. <laughs> Dream Ninja says, legit have never seen people 100% lie as much as they do with SRS posts. It's obsessive in their drive to discredit SRS and Fightful. Kim Gray says, been at the beach on vacation and missed so much wrestling. Thank you, SRS and Denise, for helping me get caught up. We appreciate it. We appreciate it, Kim. Hope you're doing good. Got RS saying they're setting up four women's matches at SummerSlam. Plus the EO Bailey story, the amount of girls on the roster that's so good. 
critiques on the women's booking need to slow. It's greatly improved. The in-ring match times aren't quite there for me. Like it's the in-ring match times have been a little bit off, but for everything though, this was something that I mentioned a couple weeks ago where, and we're not just talking about the women here. I've been noticing it for, for men too. It doesn't matter if it's a singles match, it's a tag team match. It doesn't matter. I've been noticing it now for a couple of weeks now that we've been getting these very quick matches on raw where I, well, there was a perfect example and I can't remember it now anymore because the match, the match was something that I was looking forward to and then they didn't deliver anything. And so now I completely forgot what that helped. What's like Bronson Reed versus was it Mustafa Ali? No, yeah, I think was so. it that no. one? No, there was one I remember not too long ago. Our saying says heck of a promo by the Giants third baseman. Is that JD uh, Davis? Yeah, it is JD. Oh, he's from the Giants. <laughs> Why did Broadway you go to promo about that, Sean? It's hard people tell me I look like JD Davis. I, I mean, it, we look similar. Like, I can't ignore it. They, we look similar. I Broadway hate that. Joke. I hate when people tell you you look like somebody because then you Google Who the person, we- and then if you think they're ugly, you're just like, "Fuck, you just ruined my day." Thanks, I'm ugly. Thank you for letting me know. <laughs> Who do people say that you look? I don't like? want to talk about it. Let's talk about it. No, I don't want to talk about it. Okay. <laughs> I just spilled water on my table. I'm not about to go on a freaking TED talk about I don't like people saying this, this, and that about me. We got Broadway Joe saying unrelated. Rhea Ripley sure is great. Any news on her contract? Does TK have a shot? Oh, they're going to lock her up for years and years and years. I I would be shocked. I would say less than a 10% chance. I'm sorry. What was uh, the question? If Tony Khan had a chance of landing Rhea Ripley for AEW, they're going to lock her up Dude, Triple H loves Rhea Ripley. Are you kidding me? Loves her. Like, he's always putting her over, like, tremendously and everything. Dream Ninja says, Triple H being graded against his NXT women's division of years ago. We know he can book women well. The four women's matches at SummerSlam does sound great, though. It does sound great. I hope it happens. I just hope it's not like a 12-match show, but... I could see like an eight or nine match show. Also, I could see some of those matches just happening on like SmackDown or a big raw because they have seemed to really like doing seven to eight match cards, Denise. Yeah, I think what they've been doing the last couple of pay-per-views has felt really nice. Like the pay-per-views don't feel long and they feel like you've got just enough that all the matches get time. That's what that's what has been making a lot of the pay-per-views feel a lot stronger is that the matches that even the ones that you're not on paper really looking forward to they tend to deliver pretty well uh we've got cody challenging brock for SummerSlam. i loved uh brandon thurston pointing out yeah a modern day hard times promo mentions student loan debt for sure uh <laughs> that was pretty funny i really want like a big stipulation for this i wish it was a dog collar match WWE has never had a proper one on the main roster what does this need for you Ooh, well, if you okay, here's the thing though. They're gonna if they're going to do a dog collar match, I I need the blood. Call me John Monson. I need the blood for this one. Uh, depending on what they decide to do, uh, I would. I'm not gonna go with Helen Cell because he already did that with Seth Rollins, and it would feel like maybe they can come up with something new. Uh, if they do, if they do a last man standing, I wouldn't hate that. They didn't do that for their last stipulation, did they? No, huh? Oh, I'm confusing that right now with Brock and Roman because they did Brock and Roman last man standing at SummerSlam last year. Uh, 
I want it to be gruesome. Yeah, and me too. And I don't know if WWE is going to do that. I think they could. I think they should. I think they should, but I don't know they're gonna. Like, I need some blood and violence here. Matt C says, just got back from Raw. Cody is over. Go Bills. Bills can suck it. But Cody is massively over. Incredible merch seller. He has definitely made a difference at the box office, Denise. Like, he has had... I mean, how often have we seen these record-setting gates, record-setting shows, sold-out shows because, like, he's back? I'm losing track lately with all these record-breaking things because every time I go online, it's like, oh, record-breaking MSG, record-breaking at uh, freaking PLE of Money in the Bank. And then there's all these little, like, fine wordings that change the record every time so every time i think okay well that record can't <laughs> yeah. be broken anymore all of a sudden next week's like oh they changed the word and this is the next record there's a lot can't keep up with all of it we got easy breezy saying do you think that's how big SummerSlam is they would ever make it a two-night show or just leave that for mania love your guys work that's a very interesting question i mean they like running big stadiums uh, I mean, this is going to be at Ford Field, which is going to be very, very cool. Do you think they could ever go two nights? For I mean, SummerSlam? Lo- yeah. Too much. It's overkill. I'm going to say no. I don't think they build enough people appropriately throughout the year to do that, honestly. I think that they could try, but it'd be like a 30-40. And then why not just run 170? Because here's the thing. The reason why they did it with WrestleMania was because these shows were like eight, nine hours because they were trying to fit everybody and their mothers in it because it's WrestleMania and everybody wants to have a WrestleMania moment, even though there's a lot of matches on WrestleManias that don't necessarily like they just throw these matches together just so that this person could be in the card instead of this being an actual feud that was, you know, building up for a very long time. And they don't do that anymore. And so like, that was the sole reason for that. And I can't imagine them doing that for SummerSlam. And I think it would kind of take away from WrestleMania because that's like the whole big part of the spectacle now where you get these big two nights because it's WrestleMania. So I wouldn't want to see that for SummerSlam. Like I'm good with the one day. I'm good. That's understandable. Reminder, guys, leave a thumbs up on this video. Please subscribe. Also, if you're here, check out the Grapsity interview with Athena that dropped last week. Uh, Zhang says, Denise, did they compare your face or your feet? Oh, God. Well, how could you memorize someone's feet and be like, oh, her feet look like Sally Sue's feet that look like Sally Jane Doe's feet? <laughs> I'm sorry, but if you that can remember someone's feet and say, oh, they look like that other person's feet, we got something going on here. And I'm sorry, but no way. That's too much for me. Heidi Ho says, I live in the neighboring state of Alabama. I do occasionally ride my motorcycle through the curvy roads of Buttfuck, Mississippi. <laughs> <laughs> That's literally what I call everything. Every place that I don't not just be like, oh, it's Buttfuck this place. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna drive through Buttfuck, Mississippi. He's gonna look in somebody's window and they're gonna be tweeting, Sean Rossap is a mark. <laughs> you got a no DQ man. Okay. <laughs> you know what? How about this, Sean? As a peace offering for triggering you, I will allow oh, you in your next comeback to be like, you know what? Use my use my butt fuck line. I will let you use it. That's my peace offering. It's my olive branch. For you got one good you. line and you're giving it up. Yeah, what I'm going to give it to about? you. I'm not going to go on Twitter and use butt fuck. <laughs> you might. You were cursing a lot for a while on Twitter. Yeah, and then I stopped because I just realized it. Well, I'm not going to get into this because this is going to start a whole other argument, and I'm not go about ahead. to get into that. 
Go ahead. I try not to curse on Twitter anymore. Yeah, me either. I, I'm I'm corporate now, Sean. I behave well. Behave like a little lady. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, Matt Hennessy says, "Seems like we're getting Miz and Reed versus DIY." Reports came out recently saying Miz and Champa feud was to lead to Johnny return at a DIY reunion. That's not what it was to lead to. I'll have what it was to lead to on FightfulSelect.com. But yes, Champa and Miz had a match, no DQ match. We saw some cool spots with Champa, but Bronson Reed cost him the match. If Champa's going to lose this, I'm glad it was because of something like this because that finish rules. I love the tsunami. Uh, if Miz is going to win, it's got to be because of this because he ain't got no business beating Champa at this stage. But Bronson Reed is a guy that I think needed a little bit more steam and Champa needs a little bit more motivation. So I didn't hate this. And I think the person who needed the win the most in this got it. How'd you feel about this? I have three thoughts. <clears throat> One, the crowd was really into this. At first, I thought that it was, uh, at first I thought they were piping in crowd noise. And then I'm like looking at the audience. I'm like, oh no, they're actually reacting to this. The other thing was, I haven't decided if I like this or not. And here's how I'm going to decide. If this is going to lead to Bronson Reed once again doing whatever the hell he was doing with The Miz, I don't like it. If this is just going to lead to Bronson Reed and Tommaso Ciampa, I'm all here for it. Now, if it leads to both things, cool. But I just don't want him aligned with The Miz is what I'm saying. Yeah, it still needs to be a very much like a Bronson Reed is hired thing. And I would love to be like see Bronson Reed be like, you had to pay me up front this time. But what I would really love is for Miz's money to run out like at the end of like one of the matches and Bronson walks out and Ciampa and Gargano just beat the ever-loving shit out of the Miz. I think that would be good. We've got Ella J, our good friend, saying, I think I was one of the only people rooting for the Miz tonight. So glad he finally got his first win of the year crazy it took so long i can't believe it was his first win of the year damn that's rough ella j bringing the miz stats that's rough oh that is rough uh very yeah. glad to see ella j here host of our wrestling gal she's all over the place uh she said that we're chanting we want tables the whole time they got tables yeah, i think that did. worked out pretty well that worked out pretty darn well we got uh Elite Biscuit saying Gargano going MIA with Vince around concerns me. Also, Candace versus Rhea would be a banger. Can we give her some TV time? I think Candace is better, best like set in the uh, tag team division. I think that her and Indy should go on a run there. Uh, but yeah, they would compliment <laughs> so each other nicely. So he brings up a good point. Technically, didn't Miz beat Shane? <laughs> there, oh, is that the, oh my God, WrestleMania. Yep. Yeah, I was about to say, was that this year? Jason Blair says, Director of Operations, Corporate Salcedo. Oh, well. that's nice. I like the sound of that. By the way, I still haven't used this one. I've been saving it. <laughs> <laughs> Den Z, these nuts. We. <laughs> yeah, I love that you keep reminders. Sticky note reminders. I, I keep reminders oh of everything. God. I'm going to remind Judgment. today, put a reminder that today Sean Ross Sapp yelled at me for 20 minutes. He yelled at you. It was like 10 minutes, but yeah. Okay. Sean Ross Sapp yelled at me for 10 minutes on the I don't air think, I don't think anybody, I don't think anybody online has seen me 
angry at somebody. I'm at trying to me think about all the time. No, I get angry. I treated at like freaking trash on here. I'm the basura of Fightful. The what? <laughs> the basura. The trash. Oh, Patrick says, just want to shout out Bambi Hall for getting on AEW. Shout out Bambi Hall. Judgment Day promo. Finn Balor calls out Damian Priest, but instead he gets Rhea and Dom. They want them to smooth everything over, and they do. They get on the same page. They're going to work things out. Because Seth and Dominic are going to have a match. I loved Seth's line. He said, Rhea, you're not going to be the only one spanking Dominic tonight. That was good. That was good. There were some, there were some questionable lines today on Raw sure. involving the Judgment Day, by the uh -huh. way. Including backstage. Rhea Ripley is like, Dom was in prison and he really worked his cardio. And Sammy's like, you know what she meant by that? And he whispered, she means fucking. Okay, he didn't say that. There's going to be people that didn't watch Raw that are going to legitimately think that oh, he, he said that it. Sammy said USA it. But you know what? We didn't hear what he actually said when he whispered. Yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's like, they talking about humping. That's what he said, just like that, in that accent. They talking about humping. Okay, so when this whole thing happened backstage... I was, script. I was thinking, I was like, wait, is this what I think it means? And then when Sammy said the same thing, I was like, oh, thank God. I, I was afraid that I wasn't going to get the joke. With Rhea, it always means that. I did an interview with her and I was like, listen, you know what you're doing with the pins and all that stuff. And she's like, yeah, I absolutely do. 100%. Like, she knows. Or the new t-shirt, Mommy's Always on Top. Oh, God. Jesus Christ. You saw like Dominic was wearing it today. Mommy's always on top. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. Uh, Parker says, I don't even know if that's PG. Well, KO and Zayn made the save. But then Judgment Day defeated Seth, KO, and Sammy. Sammy been taking a lot of L's lately, but you know, Judgment Day has been a hit. We reported on FightfulSelect.com recently, Denise, that all of Judgment Day were over backstage for various reasons. Dominic is, is you know, just all in on this character. Finn Balor has fit wherever they needed him. Damian Priest's work ethic through the roof. And Rhea Ripley was gutting out an injury. Like, she talked about her kneecap coming out all the time. And then she went out and had the type of match that they had last week where they just beat the snot out of each other. It's really, really great to see that. So I'm glad to see Judgment Day getting booked in a, in a great situation. It looks like they might be up for the tag titles to the point to where I was like, are Rhea and Dom going to challenge for the tag titles? Like that, I thought that too for a split second. But then I was like, I wait. I would love that. I would too, but I don't think they're going to do it though. I feel like it's... Me neither. I don't want to say too out there because WWE has surely done a million zillion things that are too out there. But for this new era of WWE, not so much. Yeah, like uh, I think that I think it would be buzzworthy, but you know there would be people that, that took issue with it as well. Um, and understandably so. I don't know. <sighs> I think well, when it comes to that stuff, I really truly feel that it depends on how they book it how they lay it all out i do think that rhea ripley 
I don't know. And there's to me, it's more believable to have Rhea Ripley as one of the uh, male tag team champions than Dominic Mysterio. Rhea Ripley, I'm afraid of. She'll kick my ass. I don't know. I think I can take Dominic. I think people <laughs> might feel the same way. So I don't want to hear none of this like boy girl stuff. Well, uh, Judgment Day getting the win. How'd you feel about that? Match was good. We know that. Like you know, it's yeah. going to be good. Well, but truthfully, that well. The uh, thing that I pretty much like, and a lot of it had to do with the ins and outs, because they had a lot of in-ring backstage, in-ring backstage stuff going on today on Raw for the Judgment Day. But for me, I think what I really enjoyed though was the story that they did with Damian Priest and Finn Balor, where even though they made peace and peace and the you know water under the bridge it still is lingering there. Not so much so that it's affecting the judgment day, but they planted those seeds so that if and when, if it happens, no one's really going to be that surprised because it's like, okay, Damian Priest has his money in the bank and he had issues with Finn Balor on so-and-so date. So I did like that. And I did like Rhea Ripley taking the role of you guys better stop fighting, get it together, make friends, get back on board. And then the other thing that I will say too is today when I went online and that I saw that they were going to do a rematch between Seth Rollins and Dominic Mysterio, I was thinking, man, we're really going to get another rematch. I was thinking like, damn, Vince McMahon, blah, blah, blah. These were the thoughts that went through my head. So I was so happy that this was what we ended up getting for, for the actual main event, because this was, like you said, it was a fun match. Everything worked great. Um, I actually do want to say that there was one specific thing that Dominic did. Yes. When he took the, when he took the, the the stunner from from Kevin Owens, I loved actually the way that Dominic Mysterio sold that. Thought he did a really good yeah. job with that. So that was something that definitely stood out to me. But I liked this. I did not hate this at all. So much better yeah, than what I, I was expecting for tonight. I think that it needed uh, Judgment Day needed that that win as as well. I think that's that was important. We've got. Uh, KE775 saying, so is it Seth versus Finn again at SummerSlam and Seth and KO versus the other members of Judgment Day? I hope not. I don't need to see Seth and Finn again. Like Seth beat him decisively. There is no, no need to do that match again, Denise. There's not. That's why I was shocked when I saw it today. So I'm thankful that that's not what we actually ended up getting because it wouldn't have made any sense at all. Denise, tell the people where they can find you after we fire you here. <laughs> after, after I'm featured endeavored <laughs> because I triggered my boss. <laughs> you know, it's oh weird to God. me sometimes to say that out loud, by the way. I'm not anybody's boss. Go ahead. I mean, technically, yeah, you. Okay, so you're not my boss. What are you then? My supervisor? Co-worker. I'm a coworker, Denise. Okay, fine. Coworker. <laughs> that's, that's not it, actually. Like. That doesn't make any sense at all, Sean. Go yeah. ahead. Anyways. Tell people where they can find Twitter, you. Twitter, Instagram, at underscore Denise Salcedo, youtube.com slash Denise Salcedo. It's the same thing every week. Thank you. Also, if you took my tweet about WWE having a completely empty section one hour before the show, seriously, you are dumb. Please stop sending me tweets about it. It's very annoying. Also, stop sending Ella tweets about it. She took the picture. She posted one while we're always on. They sold out tonight. They're selling out all the damn time. Stop tweeting me. Follow me on threads. You on threads, Denise? You know, it's insulting that you wouldn't even know if I'm on. Like, that's just so rude. 
Are you on threads or not? Yes. I'm following you on threads. What a douche. <laughs> I'm assuming you haven't followed me back. Thanks. Of course, I've probably followed you. Let's check right now. Let's no, because you right had now, to ask me if I was on threads. If you had to yeah, ask you... me, then you don't know that I'm on. You're already in bonus time. I see what you did here tonight. No, dude, oh, I got the bonus time when you went on your rant. Following? Yeah, I know. That's what I said. You probably calculated this. <laughs> I'm Nobody gonna, next that... week, I'm going to start it up again just to get my we, bonus. We probably didn't even get enough Super Chats to cover Denise's fee tonight. But yeah, we, we, follow, we follow each other. Who's got more followers? Probably you. You got more Instagram people. Nope. I got twice as many followers as you. I'm Damn. sorry. You lost early. I didn't even sign up for threads because I wasn't even gonna. Why? Plus, Why not? Huh? I wasn't, I didn't feel like it, to be honest. You've been watching the new season of Naked and Afraid? No. It's good. It's really good. A lot of drama. You'd like it. Yeah. I don't have time. You do too. No, I don't. You have time. You have time. No, I don't. You should watch I have it. no time. Uh, myself and Matt Coon are going to cover it next week on Fightful Overbooked. I do not know what day. Please leave a thumbs up. Until next time, guys, we're out. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.